the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon on this sunny Monday, folks. It's The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Right now, it is uh, 12.06 on this sunny Monday and this portion of our program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They want to thank everyone for what has just been a fantastic season that they have had. Folks, I am obviously not surprised. They are Rhode Island's number one garden center. They're open every day until Christmas Eve. So pop in and see them. And they have everything Christmas as far as whether it is potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, stop it and see them. It's PR Landscape Materials in Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. And they also have roping and cut greens and decorative pots. Stop it and see them. Christmas crafts, gift certificates are available it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them, folks. Again, they are open every day until Christmas Eve, and the selection is just fantastic. They also have, you know what I like? They have unique gifts that you can't get anywhere else, such as, you know what make a great gift? A nice birdhouse, custom-made birdhouse. Think of for uh, the, the bird lover on your list how beautiful they are. Or they have custom-made sleighs from a local artist. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop it and see them. They're located right off of Route 4. It's Steve and Debbie Jr. Byron. They also have, by the way, uh, Christmas crafts. They are also uh, very active. They have a great Facebook page. Check them out. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And they want to thank Everyone, folks, they have so many loyal customers, and I'm not surprised. I'm so happy for them because people, listen, people appreciate the hard work, the great service, uh, the tremendous quality of pride of Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. They work very hard. It pays off. And, folks, so stop in. You know, it's also a chance to shop local. I always like to shop local when you can. This is a time. It's obviously, listen, it's a challenging time for all businesses. We want to help uh, all our local businesses when you can. So pop in and see them. They're worth the ride. It's a nice sunny day. Uh, The weather this week is, uh, thank God, God is good. It's going to be, listen, it's cold out, but it's dry. And it's certainly uh, starting to, with this cold weather, you get into the Christmas feel. So stop it and see them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now look for them on Facebook. They have a, a very good Facebook presence. And what I mean by that is um, some people ask me, what, what? well, because they keep up their Facebook page. And you can see the latest um, of everything that is right there. So pop in and see them. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688. Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Stop in and see them and you shop local. And let's just say maybe, you know, you're going over to someone's uh, home or you're going to visit some people on Christmas Eve or Christmas. You know, it's always nice to to bring some uh, fresh decorations 
and pop in. And that's also one of the things people love receiving uh, beautiful Christmas decorations. And a lot of times people don't go out and uh, get them for themselves. And they have some very unique quality. It's uh, it's all quality merchandise. And again, the service is just uh, fantastic. And I think that's a, a big part of their appeal, especially folks during this difficult time uh, that we're in, you know, especially with the worker shortage and a lot of the big box stores, as they say, let's face it, they have people that simply don't want to work. And you don't have that at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, again, uh, good good, af- good, morning, good afternoon, everybody. I'm a little thrown just like everybody else. Christmas week has arrived. I wish the headlines were better. I wish the headlines are better. Um, and I'm going to touch on what some of the headlines are right now. But I really want to um, direct people to go to the website, to Petro.com. We have some unique stories up. I think part of the problem, number one, hospitals are pushed to the brink. And, the, you know, can, can Governor McKee handle uh, Omicron? I, I think, you know, that remains to be seen. We don't know. This is going to be a tremendous test for the governor. So far... Uh, you know, folks, as I've been saying, and I want to welcome everybody tuning in on Facebook Live so far, is Chris Moran and everyone else tuning in on, on Facebook. Um, so far, the, the the governor, just keep in mind, you know, he was kind of like, uh, for lack of a better expression, but the, the governor in some ways was almost like, like Santa Claus because he was constantly, you know, they have a... a unbelievable amount of money that they have available to them the covid money that should be going to you the people and i'm not convinced that all of that money has been used as you know effectively they use covid money for the uh, providence teacher bonuses they're using covid money to give state worker bonuses i take that as those are bribes uh i know the governor mckee people don't like that and and i know that you know some people try to argue like are you telling me that some people can be bribed to vote for some someone just by giving them, you know, three thousand dollars. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm I'm saying. Yeah, I definitely. And especially if you look at the, if you're a Democrat and you're looking at the people in the primary, uh, not everyone cherishes the right to vote. Some people say I'm going to vote what's in my best interest. And so if you have a situation where on the Democrat side you have Seth Magaziner, you have Nelly Gorbea. You have the newcomer, Helena Folks, who's at this point still running almost like an underground campaign uh, for governor. Then you have that Matt Brown. Yeah, 3,000 makes a difference. You, you know, if you're the McKee, if you're Governor McKee, you could, you know, look at some of these voters and say, hey, I, at least I'm giving you three, 3K. What's Magazina giving you? What's Nelly giving you? You know, zero. So, yeah, I totally think that that can make a difference. I know some people. The idealists try to say, my vote cannot be bought for 3000 Well, that's you. A lot of people, their vote could be bought for even less. Three grand is a good start. That's how they uh, view it. So check it out on the website. It is topetro.com. And don't forget, topetro.com, which is brought to you by Tavolo, Wine Bar, Tuscan Grill, authentic, innovative Italian cuisine. 
Big city food and ambiance without the big city price tag. Three locations. Providence right there on Federal Hill Owls Avenue. Smithfield right near Bryant. And then the Warwick location right there on Post Road across from uh, airport from the airport. It's T-A-V-O-L-O. Tavolo Wine Bar and Tuscan Grill. And online at TavoloWineBar.com. So, folks, good afternoon. Um, and, and listen, I, I don't want to be, you know, the, uh, the uh, doomsday. And I don't want to be... The bad news. I do want to talk to the business owners, though. I do want to talk to the business owners. And listen, I recognize if you're a business owner, there's, there's several things that I think it's it's really unfair of the situation that the McKee people. <clears throat> I think a big part of this is the Rhode Island Department of Health, I believe, have dropped the ball in different facets. And I think they were slow to this. Uh you know, I, a pet peeve, I hate the press conferences where they're all patting each other on the back. And, you know, Governor McKee with his old shots and arms, uh, as if he's trying to, what is that, a bad Boston accent, shots and arms. And um, the, the whole notion of this and how they treated the frontline workers in September into October, where they basically said, hey, blank you, we don't need you. The virus is gone. We're going to just be fine. Well, it's not gone. And there's a new variant and it's wreaking havoc. But I want to talk to the business owners. I don't want people to freak because let's just be very clear. Today is the first day of and, and what is so egregious, I think, of Governor McKee is I, I just I have a hard time that we are now uh, different than Massachusetts and Connecticut. And of course, the Providence Chamber uh, the Greater Providence Chamber, uh, wait a minute, what is it? The Greater Providence Chamber of Commerce, totally asleep at the switch, you know. And I, I've criticized that organization in the past. That's an insider's thing. Uh, Lori White was married to the rest in peace late Jim Terracani. So as a result of that, that puts her kind of in the club. So no one in the media criticizes her. But they immediately should have said, we are strongly urging Governor McKee to not put this mask policy in place. But that said, I want to speak to, I'm looking at the Channel 12 headline. Most indoor establishments in Rhode Island will now require masks or proof of vaccination as the state tries to curb a spike in COVID cases. Now, I'm going to go against the grain here a little bit. And I am telling you, if you're a business owner right now, on this Monday. Now, a lot of restaurants are not open on Monday. So a lot of this is not going to take effect until probably like Wednesday. A lot of restaurants are actually closed on Monday and Tuesday. Not all, but a lot of them are. But I'll say this. Um, if, if It's one thing. If you're going to walk into a grocery store and there's going to be more than 250 people in there or a Home Depot or a Lowe's or any type of shopping thing. And everyone's going to have the mask on. At least that's like an equalizer. I know people don't like it. It is different than Massachusetts. But where I break off is I think Governor McKee and that Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, I think they're asking too much of restaurant people, store owners, that you have to be the mask police. Right. You have to be the mask police. Look at this Channel 10 headline. I don't understand it. Temporary mask mandate takes effect in Rhode Island. How do they know that? See, this is someone from the McKee people got them to put that in the headline. Temporary mask mandate. Listen, we're adults. 
Just tell us the news. It's a mask mandate. It's different than Connecticut and Massachusetts. Just put mask mandate takes effect to Rhode Island. Well, it's a temporary one. Well, you know, maybe it will be. And then you could just say mask mandate no longer in effect. Temporary mask mandate. You know, you can almost hear the McKee people. Could you put the word temporary in there so maybe people won't get as upset? But I want to just say to this to the business owner of the restaurants. Listen, you didn't get, you didn't go into business in order to ask adults coming in. Can I see your vaccination card? I would push back against that. I would. Um, This is where shoppers are going to shop where they feel comfortable. People are going to go to bars and restaurants where they feel comfortable. But the business that the hostess up front and many times the hostess, let's just say in a restaurant, happens to be many times. Uh, You walk into a restaurant. Who is it that greets you? Not all the time, but a lot of times they tend to be young and female. And, you know, listen, my daughters have worked as the job as a hostess. So, you know, it's not the experienced bartender. It's not the waiter or waitress that's been there for a long time. And maybe they are a professional waiter or waitress. I know some people. That is what they do. They make their living that way. But to say that the onus has to go on, you know, the 17, 18-year-old female who's acting as the hostess to say, I need to see everybody's vaccination cards. I, to me, that, that's a bridge too far. It's a bridge too far. That's too much to ask. Uh, I, and I, I am telling you that if you, you run a restaurant, it, it is up. To, you have to run the business the way that you're most comfortable. If people go into your store and people don't have masks on, and they get uncomfortable, I would think they're going to leave. When people go into a restaurant, they're going to take down this their mask to eat or drink. So part of that doesn't even make sense. You know, the whole thing, you have to wear a mask or show you're vaccinated inside of a restaurant. Well, if you have someone who's not vaccinated, but they wear a mask in, when they take the mask off, All those particles are going into the air. So what I think is this is just going to cause a lot of problems for the business owners. And I think it's unfair. So my advice to you at 1220 on this Monday, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon, everybody tuning in on Facebook Live where you can watch and comment with other people. I, I am telling you right now, you know, this task force they've set up and Dr. Scott's in charge of it and blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I don't believe they don't have the resources to go around and check. Now, if you want to take the social media and post and poke them in the eye, then in a way that's like picking a fight. But if, if you, you want to go about just your business so I am telling you right now, if I ran, if I ran a restaurant, right, Juan's place, and the help said to me, so what do we change today? I, I would say, let's make sure we have some ventilation in there. Let's make sure we have maybe an open window here and there. But other than that, no, we're not going to, I'm not going to ask employees to be the vaccination police. It's going to just cause more havoc. 
Uh, we're going to encourage mask wearing. If there are people that are skittish, maybe we're going to seat them a little bit farther away from other people. Uh, try to keep the airflow going. I know it's cold out. If you have those heaters, put people outside. That cuts down on it. This uh, virus is rampant, and it's it's just everywhere, and it's exploding, and they have dropped the ball. I'm seeing now now the state is saying they're going to open up testing sites. They should have had this going for the past two weeks. You know, too much congratulations and bows. Where I think Governor McKee has, has lost it was you, you can't keep preaching to people. We're number one. You know, I was watching, I was telling someone, I watched um, one of the Sunday shows yesterday. It was either Fox News Sunday or with Brett Beer, who I think actually did a good job, or uh, Meet the Press. But the governor of Maryland was on, Larry Hogan. And what did he say? Maryland's number one in the nation in vaccinations. And then uh, the governor of Colorado uh, who they're talking about may run for president uh, if Biden's, well, the Biden is unable. But anyhow, what did the governor of Colorado say? And we're in the one of vaccinations. And then I realized that that's just everybody is saying that, right? Like Governor McKee says it, but they're all saying it. Like who's really number one? It's like if there were no standings, it's every team in the AFC East, Miami, Buffalo, the Patriots, that's all claiming that they're the number one. But hear me out. If you're a restaurant owner, if you're a business owner, just operate business. You know, let them, don't poke them in the eye, but don't, you know, your job over the next two weeks to 30 days is to make as much money as possible and try to make the shopping or dining experience for your customers as enjoyable as possible, period. Uh, And I I feel bad. You have to deal with this. You know, Governor McKee has been distracted. He, you know, he's distracted because those idiot progressives are sleeping out on the front of the state house last week or the past two weeks. So they they think everyone's talking about the homeless. Who who's talking about the homeless? Why is he even worrying about that? Do you know how many press conferences they had? And how about the local media? You know, are you going to address the the homeless problem? Are you going to address that they're sleeping out there? Gee, I wonder what side they're on. Folks, this is where, you know, people attack CNN, people attack MSNBC. It's your own local press corps who is, in fact, you know, they're writing. If if Governor McKee takes five questions from the press about the blanking homeless problem, because there are these people doing pretend, let's pretend I'm homeless and I'll sleep out in a tent in front of the state house. And they're doing long stories. Where does she go to the bathroom? Where does she brush her teeth? And all this other foolishness. Um, They start to think, I guess this is something that a lot of people are concerned about. I got news for you. No one's concerned about it. Talk about disproportionate. 220 people. 220 people supposedly don't have a place to go. Listen, what, what is this? Just find a place for them to sleep at night when it's cold or rainy or whatever it is. But your focus should be on helping the business community. And those schools should remain open. I have a story on the website, depetro.com. You know, those Providence teachers, they all took the 3,000. And you know what they're all doing now? They're all calling out sick. Because this is when they put their tree up and they're doing their shopping and their decorating and they're they're doing everything they normally do and the biggest embarrassment is the situation as justin katz summed up very well last hour 
and that that the, the the people, the parents, and the school administrators in Barrington, in the town of Barrington, I, I mean that is a complete breakdown. That is complete sheer panic. That is the inmates are running the asylum. That is a TikTok viral hoax that took effect. And now because of that, they're doing distance learning. It'd be one thing if there was a bad outbreak. It'd be another thing if they had a teacher shortage. Some punk who thought it would be funny scribbled something. On the in, in the girls' restroom in Barrington, and as a result of that, they're doing distance learning. There is no that that is an embarrassment. That is uh, unrealistic, uh, just irrational fear taking hold. Whatever happened to all we have to fear is fear itself. That is sheer panic. Listen, the, the pandemic has been tough on young people, but this is where the adults need to step in and say, now, listen, I mean, what, what would be the odds that someone would actually go into Barrington and shoot up the blanking school? Number one, Rhode Island is considered one of the safest states when it comes to gun violence. Number two, Barrington is a community that doesn't have like a huge percentage of the population even own firearms. Number th- number three, it's it's there was no one arrested in the parking lot. There were no kids that were arrested with weapons. This is sheer panic. But then some students that you know watch the other kids on the news with the school shootings in Florida and Michigan, and suddenly we're going to get a petition going and we're going to shut down and and I don't want to be a hashtag. And oh my goodness, like I can't believe they actually caved to it. Don't they understand? I mean. It becomes less about, is this really a threat, a threat, or is this chicken little with the sky is falling? And then, you know, kids are crying. I don't want to go to school to die. Like, what are you talking about? There are people not far in this country, whether it's Kentucky or other places, that in boom, the blink of an eye, a tornado ripped through and they don't have a school to go to. They don't have a house to go to. They don't have a business to go to work. I mean, there are people that are homeless. There are people that have had their lives turned upside down. That was a TikTok hoax in Barrington. What is wrong with these people? And they cave. Good luck trying to get them back in school. But anyhow, folks, all right, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Monday of Christmas week is brought to you by Propane Plus. Propane Plus, the team, Team Johnson, the Johnson family, three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan to service you for a long time. They offer online billing, the ability to schedule your service delivery at the click of a button, All customers receive a free safety inspection on the equipment, automatic delivery. Um, And on top of that, new customers switch oil, electric. You save up to 300 in state uh, rebates. Propane Plus. Remember, two locations, one in Massachusetts. Make Propane Plus your propane provider. Call the Johnson family, 508-252-3359. And in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Folks, you hear me mention the website, depetro.com and depetro.com, which is branched by Brood Awakenings. Remember, they're open 
two locations in Johnston, one in Providence, one on Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and also Bolto Road. It's breakfast, lunch, late into the afternoon, maybe a meeting up with someone to exchange gifts. Stop into Brood Awakenings, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, big flat screen TVs. David does a great job. Stop in and see them at Brood Awakenings. Now, I am happy that the uh, some of the House Republicans have stepped forward and they are questioning the mask mandate. Uh, absent of two signatures, Representative Patricia Morgan and B.A. Fung, Barbara Ann Fenton Fung, have not signed on with that. Now, that is a shame. However, if there are individuals that want to go after those particular reps, you're free to do it. I, by a rule, tend not to. I don't like to criticize uh, the Republicans that we have. I try to encourage. They are the party, party of, uh, of opposition. They, they are the alternative party. So I think a lot of these uh, mask mandates and lockdowns, I believe it is an opportunity for the Republican Party to take advantage of that. There are more and more people that are starting to wake up and suddenly starting to look in the mirror and say, am I really a Democrat? Am I really with the squad? Am I really with Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders? Am I, do I have a lot in common with the progressives and Black Lives Matter? Or do I feel a little more comfortable with the business crowd, a little bit more of people that are, you know, believe in more personal freedoms and people that support the police, that support our military, believe in working hard, don't want to have all these handout programs? More and more people need to wake up to that. But folks, just looking at some of the headlines, listen, it, it is difficult to look at. Especially when you see Europe. Europe is in total panic. Um, I mean, Europe is is going into lockdowns. And they have riots across Europe. Uh, The protests are turning violent. Uh, They're going to have a lot of problems. And and this, um, listen, this virus, it's it's highly contagious. I'm not going to debate people. We're going to have a doctor on next hour who he disagrees with what Governor McKee, the mask mandate is. Um, I think I I have been consistent. Let me just see this. Uh, Jim Cramer said, I have COVID and has been triple jabbed. Most shots, I want to, I want to once again remind people, folks, the, the, there's so much misinformation about this, and I recognize it is confusing for a lot of people, but can you still get the virus if you had the vaccine? The vaccine is not a force field. The vaccine is not Superman where he has the, you know, the temple around him and he's, it, it doesn't work that way. It just means that you, you are less likely to end up in the hospital. You are less likely to get violently ill. So, but you can still test positive. I know for some people that is the deal breaker. Well, then forget it. I wouldn't have got it. I fully understand and agree. I don't think it was explained as well as it could have been explained. I think there's been... Um, a lot of misinformation about it locally. I think they they dropped the ball. They should have been much more resources going across the board 
to try to help businesses and make sure that schools were going to remain open and businesses were going to remain open. Instead of everyone patting themselves on the back and telling us how brilliant Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott is. And she, I'm telling you, she clearly, clearly is not on the same page as Governor McKee. This is at 1232. This is my impression that the governor caved to the Rhode Island Department of Health on these mandates. Caved. He should have said, listen, we're following Massachusetts and Connecticut. I'm not doing anything different. They're not doing They're not going for the mask mandate. He should have done that. He caved. I believe the governor is kind of winking at the business community saying, but we're not going to send people around to check. I believe it's another, you know, it is true that Governor Raimondo used to threaten fines. If you were having a backyard party, telling people, call on your neighbors and everything else. It's very important to point out that no one was ever really fined. So just remember that, though, folks. Folks, this portion of our program is brought to you by Henry Oil. Listen, this winter, and it is cold out today, make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Online at henryoil.com. Remember, oil burner service installation, automatic delivery, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Listen, this is really simple. If you order oil, I am asking you, I implore you, go with my oil guy. Call Carmine at Henry Oil, online at henryoil.com, or call them at 401-521-0200. Folks, uh, this portion of the John DePietro Show, don't forget, is brought to you by our friend at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them. They're open today. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, they're open all week, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, they have delicious calzones. Right now, it's the lunchtime. What are you doing for lunch? Swing in, right off of Silver Spring Street. They have the Let's Go Brandon Donuts. They have delicious calzones. They also have Christmas cookies and the Wandy trays. Everything fresh. Everything is delicious. Support them. Free coffee for police and military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. You can find them on Facebook. The Let's Go Brandon Donuts. It's the number one selling donut in Rhode Island. And a friend of mine um, sent me a message that he went to a holiday party over the weekend. And somebody showed up with the Let's Go Brandon Donuts from Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And the donuts went like that. He said it was the most popular item at the party. Folks, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, you can get there. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa. And they're open every day this week up until the afternoon of Christmas Eve, which is on uh, Friday. So, so folks, um, I, I, you know, the headlines are the headlines. And what they need People should not be, look how, you know, in New York, that people are waiting three to four hours in line for testing. That is a failure of government. It shouldn't operate that way. Now, I'm looking right now online on Twitter. Kathy Gregg, eight of the 10 House Republicans have issued a statement contending Governor McKee doesn't have the legal authority to order mask or proof of vaccination. The other two House Republicans have not chosen to join the caucus. And I would believe that is B.A., Barbara Ann Fenton-Fung, and also Patricia Morgan. So now also, you know, look at look at this. Pawtucket 
is looking a new high school where McCoy Stadium stands. $300 million. What is that really about? That's just a gift to, to the unions. It is a gift to labor. That's what that is. Because regular um, developers would not be able to bid on that. Uh, they would not. Uh, now, let me see this. Uh, Omicron looks to be about 40 times less lethal than earlier strains of COVID, which itself was not fatal in well over 99% of cases. But, folks, I, I just want to come back to now, hold on, let me um, long lines continue outside the New York City COVID testing site as people are preparing for holiday travel. That's a failure. People not getting test results in time in Rhode Island. That, that is a failure. Um, I, I, I will talk about Joe Manchin. The guy is a hero. Uh, the fact that they're attacking him shows what a hero he is. But I want to, what, what you should be concerned about, all of this is about the hospitals. If you don't have the hospitals filling up, none of this is a worry. None of this is a worry. One of our listeners, she sent me a Facebook message. And I won't say who it was. She was in Miriam Hospital. Now, she claimed she didn't get vaccinated because she was allergic to the vaccine. Now, I don't know if I believe that, but that's what she's saying. Um, All due respect to that particular person, I don't wish her ill will, but a lot of people who did not get vaccinated when they're sick and in the hospital, they're embarrassed to just say, no, I didn't get vaccinated. So then they're saying that they're allergic to the vaccine. But I'm not sure. How would you know if you're allergic to the vaccine? <laughs> Excuse me. Unless you got the vaccine and you had a bad outbreak. So I talked with the doctor who said he doesn't really believe that. But anyhow, and this person told me that. There's a shortage of oxygen tanks in the hospital that they're in. And they wanted to release this person who their oxygen levels are low. So they have COVID. They're in the hospital. Uh, their oxygen levels are low, but they can't release them because they ran out of oxygen tanks. This, from what I understand, is someone that they wanted to release and said, but you may need, we want to send you home, we'd feel better sending you home with this oxygen tank, but they don't have them. That is a failure on behalf of the Rhode Island Department of Health. That is where the McKean money should be going. Because these are people that are taking up space inside the hospital. And because they don't have oxygen tanks, they can't let them go. But how, this story can't be ignored. Rhode Island healthcare system is currently collapsing. Emergency doctors warned. Folks, it's all, I'm not here to convince you at 1240, I'm not here to convince you to wear a mask. I'm not here to debate whether or not the COVID is real. I'm not here. I am not trying to convince anyone to get vaccinated. But I think the argument needs to be centered in why it's important. It's all about the hospitals. You know, I do watch. I watch Tucker Carlson. He was saying more people uh, die of fentanyl. So that's the real emergency. That is true, but they're not clogging up the hospitals, right? Narcan takes care of that. Our hospitals are not overflowing with people overdosing from fentanyl. I think Tucker Carlson said more people die in this country from prostate cancer. Again, I, I'll take him at his word that that's happening. Again, they're not clogging up the hospitals. This is all about 
clogging up the hospitals. That teacher from Cranston East died last week, 41 years old, volleyball teacher. They had uh, something for her last night at the school. I was told not vaccinated. All right, that caught a lot of people's attention. Jerry Habishaw, the principal of uh, Pilgrim, 57 years old. I've heard mixed things. His death certainly got a lot of people's attention. It's about the hospitals. Take COVID out of the mix. People still go to the hospital. People fall down. People have heart attacks. People have strokes. People have problems with their kidneys. People have all kinds of health ailments that send them to the hospital. If the hospitals are full or people, there's no room after you put in a hallway, that's when you have problems. So Boston Globe story, Rhode Island's teetering on the brink of disaster. Uh, The association representing emergency doctors warned to Governor McKee and the um, state health department. Any added strain right now will lead to the collapse of the state health care system. Folks, I was saying in September. The Governor McKee needed to meet with the frontline workers. They needed, I covered the protests. As many of you know, I was the only media that was when they were in front of his house, when he purposely had the state police arrest them. I will repeat what I said in September. They warranted a meeting. The McKee people dropped the ball by not meeting with them. Were they aggressive? Yes. Were they at times hostile? No doubt about it. It doesn't mean they didn't deserve and warrant a meeting. There should have been a meeting. The McKee people and the Department of Health seem too content to just cut them loose. Good luck. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Get your vaccine by October 1st or you're out of here. And 1,200 people went out the door. Right now, on this Monday of Christmas week, The state could use those 1,200 people. They could. That was a mistake. That was, uh, they were far too falsely confident, cocky even in a way. You know, Governor McKee and Dr. Scott, we don't need those people. Get them out of here. You have a woman that crashes into the press conference, rolling around on the floor, fighting with the state police. I want to talk about domestic violence. Oh, no, no, let her talk. Let her talk. The frontline workers would go somewhere, get them out of here, get them out of here. That's who they should have been listening to. So the, the health care situation, the homeless, there's 229 people in Rhode Island that don't have a place to sleep at night. They, apparently, they either there's no room in the shelter and they don't have a place. Those people, the McKee people, because of politics, have been bending over backwards to try to shut them up, even though I've heard that at that homeless hotel, the Nilo Hotel in Work by the Work Mall, there was a woman dead two days in a room. She OD'd in a room. The people in there are constantly ODing. They're sending ambulances there all the time. They're sending police there all the time, wreaking havoc in the neighborhood. People, it was warm the other day. People are walking around in their pajamas. Someone was walking around the neighborhood naked at night, uh, got a bad batch of something. There's more focus on that, but they were content to let 1,200 frontline workers go. The priorities were in the wrong spot. Back to the story, nearly two years from the start of the pandemic, emergency departments around Rhode Island are severely understaffed. Some reporting 50% of their nursing positions are unfilled. 
Hospitals are also dealing with shortage. Units, secretaries, lab techs, radiology techs. This is a joke. Some of the lab techs, radiology techs, I've been in communication with some of them. They never deal directly with the patients. They were let go because they weren't vaccinated. You have people in a lab. They're professionals. For whatever reason, they either had COVID or whatever reason. They're not even dealing with the patients. They will let go. What, who's making these? This is why I am saying right now that the governor blew it by not getting rid of Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. Because I believe you need another person to lead the state through this next wave of this unit. And they completely overplayed their hand. For Governor McKee say, well, we'll get the National Guard. The, the National Guard are not trained as lab techs. The National Guard are not trained in nursing. Well, we'll hire them from other states. Yeah, everyone else is trying to do that. Now you're in line with everyone else. There are two states that can pay more for nurses than you can offer. You know those states are? Massachusetts and Connecticut. You know, they have completely, I believe, mishandled this. This should not be the bumpy ride it is right now. And I still, for the life of me, I have no idea why they kept saying we were number one. If we're number one, why is there this problem? COVID vaccine requirements did not cause any, well, to lose a significant amount of staff. They can keep saying that. We know there's 1,200 people that left their jobs. Now, some of the other reasons are burnout, uh, low pay compared to neighboring states. You know, Governor McKee needed to say, this is Rhode Island. We need to keep the people of the state healthy. Stop saying you're going to keep us safe. Just healthy. But instead, oh, we don't need them. And then you have Dr. Scott, to me, she's more of an activist than the head of the Rhode Island Department of Health. Um, now, they also, in this article, say COVID's not the immediate cause of the capacity crisis. The system is too short-staffed to deal with the sort of volume it could have handled in the past. But any further COVID surges would be unmanageable. Hospitals don't have enough staff for themselves, much less. Someone said they should open the field hospital. They don't have the staff to operate the field hospital. The crisis has led to long wait times, inconsistent standards of care, rationing resources, unable to provide privacy, people in hallways. You know, just a few months ago, people were saying six-hour wait at the nurse, at the uh, emergency rooms. Folks, how, how long have I been saying When you run a sanctuary city and you tell all these illegals, thousands of them, go to the emergency room if you're sick. You don't have to get a doctor. How many people listening or watching right now will tell you they went to an emergency room and the place is filled with Spanish-speaking people? Now, someone may say, this is, Juan, this is no time for politics. I'm just saying there was a window of opportunity you need to explain to those people who should be deported. You need to have a primary care physician. S- explain in their language through a translator. You can't just keep going to the emergency room. Can't keep going to the emergency room. You need to go to a doctor. You need to find a doctor. El doctoro. However you're going to explain that. You know, I feel bad for, I was communicating with an emergency uh, person who works in the emergency room over the weekend. And Every time that she goes into work, they're understaffed. 
And every time when she gets there, it's a mess. And when she leaves, it's a mess. She said, we feel like we make no dent at all. None. Um, that, that's, that's a problem. This has been a problem. And now it's really going to be a problem. Because do you think right now with everything going on, do you think the wait times at the emergency room, are they going to get better or are they going to get worse? <laughs> I think we know the answer to that. Barrington High School goes remote this week following the shooting threat. You know, that is, it should have been following bathroom hoax. How long have people been doing that? And then and, and someone, if they wanted to find out. Um, well, I'm seeing this Maryland governor test positive for the virus, feels fine. Why is that news? Why is that news that just happened at 1048 this morning? Larry Hogan, I saw him. Was he on Fox News Sunday to meet the press yesterday? Tested positive, feeling fine. Do we have to go through another round of hearing about all these people testing positive? Yesterday was Elizabeth Warren and Senator Cory Booker. Holy cow. The Barrington situation should be caving to student activists. Barrington is going to remote learning to deal with panic from a hoax. The TikTok hoax was that. You film it, post it. This was happening to schools all around the country. These people are too provincial. These kids crying in Barrington. There were kids crying in Florida. There's kids crying in Massachusetts. There's kids crying in Vermont. There are children crying all over the country because of this TikTok hoax. The only difference is Barrington caved to it. Um, let me just see this. A little bit of Twitter infighting. Uh Let's see. Senator Tierra Mack, I won't be restarting payments about the, um, what is it? The Biden won't extend the student loan relief. So Representative Patricia Morgan put the arrogance is stunning and disgusting. So now they all start to fight. You know, at least that. Um, let's see. Dan Bongino, the radio got a virus about a month ago and a half ago. Oh, all right. Um At least the Republican Party and the reps at the State House are speaking up. Uh, Why is that? I I can't stand when this stuff starts to become news. If the Maryland governor has tested positive despite being fully vaccinated and boosted, but he feels fine. You know what would be news? Someone dying or being in the hospital who was fully vaccinated and... Uh, who has the who got the booster and so forth. Um, And now the mayor of Boston is also going to be. Implementing some things for a lot of the the city workers. Now, uh, another problem we have, folks, is with Governor McKee is a lot of the other unions, as you can imagine. What do you think they are all expecting now? That's right. Three thousand dollars. They all think they're going to get. $3,000. If you read DePetro.com, there's a school in Providence that they're telling the parents, your children have to stay home 
because we just don't have the staff right now. They can't get substitutes and they can't get the teachers to come in. Now, I thought part of the new uh, contract that the governor had, Governor McKee had signed with the state, was supposed to be, they were supposed to have less sick days. It sure sounds like they're sticking with the same number of sick days because um, a lot of the a lot of the teachers, and they've told me for a long time, they, you know, I've had uh, teachers tell me I take off the week between before Christmas and then they have next week off. So it's like a two week break. Are they sick? No. Could they go in? Of course. But they feel no, I'm entitled. I'm taking it off. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Coogie. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Now, right now on this Monday, if you're having a heating problem, I want you to call R.E. Coogan and Heating and let them fix it for you. 401 401- 732-6562. 24-hour emergency service. Gas boiler, oil boiler, R.E. Coogan Heating. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. So right now at 1254 on this Monday, if you are having a heating problem, if whatever reason it's not working properly, call them. They're helpful. They're trustworthy. They're reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Look for them on Facebook. And then the website is recooganheating.com online. Well, folks, right now at 1254, good afternoon. Now, again, next hour, we're going to have a doctor on. He disagrees, from what I understand, with Governor McKee about the mask mandate, what's being done in Rhode Island. We'll hear what he has to say. A lot of um, talk. A lot of members of the media seemingly are going after him uh, because he's speaking out in that way. Folks, you you have to really recognize right now that Governor McKee, in some ways, he's uh, very reactionary. As as Justin Katz said last hour in our segment of Politics This Week, very reactionary, very finger in the wind, very, uh, you know, they're constantly reacting to political things. If they were more confident, you know, one thing I will say about former governor Gina Raimondo is she didn't cave. She was the boss. She was not reactionary. She was also, I will say this about Gina Raimondo. She had her plan. You may disagree with her plan, but she had a plan and she was sticking to her plan. The McKee people seem very reactionary. Right. Let's like uh, there's you know, they're running around with a bucket of water looking for the there's the fire. There's a fire looking to put out fires. Very reactionary. I think the best example is they're actually battling with these progressives over the homeless thing. Again, it's a state of one million people. They're arguing over two hundred and twenty nine homeless people. That's a distraction. They should have said, as Justin said last night, you know, we're working on it. I'm not going to get into this political theater. They want to camp out there, fine. But the media, they're so brave for sleeping in tents. They're brave. I love, they love the word brave. They're courageous for using the restroom at the train station. They are so brave for pretending they're homeless and sleeping outside. I I don't know what to make of that. Um, I think the governor should have ignored it. And Governor McKee should have said, listen, we're keeping businesses open. 
My number one priority are keeping schools open and keeping businesses open. And that goes for Borington, by the way. You know, Governor McKee should have said, here's what I'm going to say to the state police. I don't care if you have to have a trooper outside every door. I want those schools open. And it seems to be centered around Barrington High School. Like, at what point you can't let those panicking take over? There has to be, re- you know, calm reasoning. Uh, the odds, I was speaking with someone in law enforcement, the, the odds of someone shooting up Barrington High School are, it, their, their chances are greater of having lightning strike the high school or an earthquake hitting the high school. The odds of someone shooting up that school are like over one billion to one. And they're doing distance learning. Uh, starting today. Folks, this portion of the program, stop in and see Shane and company at the Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Delicious food, drinks. You're going to love it at the Centerdale Revival. Stop in uh, and see them. And remember, online at thecenterdale.com. Hey, one, one good thing about COVID is the football games are postponed. There's two football games on tonight's afternoon and then tomorrow. Remember where you can also watch all the action is Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland, where they have the NFL ticket on Sundays and then karaoke on Friday and Saturdays. Folks, stop it and see them. They will have the game on tonight at 5 o'clock, Endzone Sports Pub. Speaking of that, that was a very disappointing Patriots game. On uh, Saturday night, I, you know, right away you could see like, boy, they're flat. They're flat from the bye week. They're just flat, whether it's because it's a long season or whatever it is. I, I think they'll get back in gear, but they were definitely flat. Now, here's what we're going to do. Folks, good afternoon at 1259. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. How great is Senator Joe Manchin? The guy is just Fearless. He is courageous. He's tremendous. He shot that thing down. Thank God. Uh, but next hour, we are going to have a local doctor, Brown University. He disagrees with a lot of what Governor McKee is saying. I want to hear him out. Remember, next hour is radio only. You can listen on the radio at AM 1380, 99.9. WNRI, one socket.